0: Coriolanus act 1 scene 3 This is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org Coriolanus by William Shakespeare act 1 scene 3
1: Volumnia read by Martin Geeson
2: Virgilia read by Dwan
3: Valeria, read by Capricia Page.
0: Enter Volumnia and Virgilia. They set them down on two low stools and
1: sew. I pray you, daughter, sing, or express yourself in a more comfortable sort. If my son were my husband, I should freelier rejoice in that absence wherein he won honour than in the embracements of his bed where he would show most love when yet he was but tender bodied and the only son of my womb when youth with comeliness plucked all gaze his way when for a day of king's entreaties a mother should not sell him an hour from her beholding I, considering how honour would become such a person that it was no better than picture-like to hang by the wall if renown made it not stir was pleased to let him seek danger where he was like to find fame to a cruel war i sent him from whence he returned his brows bound with oak i tell thee daughter i sprang not more in joy at first hearing he was a man-child and now in first seeing he had proved himself a man
2: but had he died in the business madam
1: how then then his good report should have been my son i therein would have found issue hear me profess sincerely had i a dozen sons each in my love alike and none less dear than thine and my good marcius i had rather had eleven die nobly for their country than one voluptuously serve out of action
0: enter a gentlewoman madam the lady valeria is come to visit you beseech you give me leave to
2: retire myself
1: indeed you shall not methinks i hear hither your husband's drum see him pluck orphidius down by the hair as children from a bear the volsces shunning him methinks i see him stamp thus and call thus come on you cowards you were got in fear though you were born in rome his bloody brow, with his mailed hand, then wiping, forth he goes, like to a harvest man, that's tasked to mow or all, or lose his hire.
2: His bloody brow, O oh, Jupiter, no blood.
1: Away, you fool it more becomes a man than guilt, his trophy the breasts of hecuba when she did suckle hector looked not lovelier than hector's forehead when it spit forth blood at grecian sword contemning tell valeria we are fit to bid her welcome
2: exit gentlewoman heaven's bless my lord from fell
0: ophidius
1: oh, he'll beat ophidius's head below his knee and tread upon his neck
0: enter valeria with an usher and gentlewoman
1: my ladies both good day to you sweet madam
2: i am glad to see your ladyship
3: how do you both you are manifest housekeepers what are you sewing here a fine spot in good faith how does
2: your little son i thank your ladyship well good madam
1: he had rather see the swords and hear a drum than look upon his schoolmaster
3: <laughs> on oh my word, the father's son, I'll swear tis a very pretty boy on my troth. I looked upon him on Wednesday, half an hour together, has such a confirmed countenance, I saw him run after a gilded butterfly, and when he caught it, he let it go again and after it again and over and over he comes and again catch it again and whether his fall enraged him or how twas he did so set his teeth and tear it oh i warrant it how he mammicked it
1: one on's father's moods
3: indeed laud tis a noble child a crack madam come lay aside your stitchery i must have you play the idle housewife with me this afternoon no
2: good madam i will not out of doors
3: not out of doors
2: she shall she shall indeed no by your patience i'll not over the threshold till my lord return from the wars
3: fie you confine yourself most unreasonably come you must go visit the good lady that lies within
2: i will wish her speedy strength and visit her with my prayers but i cannot go thither
1: why i pray you
2: "'Tis not to save labor, nor that I want
3: love.' "'You would be another Penelope. "'Yet they say all the yarn she spun on Ulysses' absence "'did not fill Ithaca full of moths. "'Come, I would your cambric were sensible as your finger, "'that you might leave pricking it for pity.
2: "'Come, you shall go with us.' "'No, good madam. Pardon me. Indeed, I will not forth.'
3: "'In truth, la, go with me.' AND I'LL TELL YOU EXCELLENT NEWS OF YOUR HUSBAND.
2: Oh, GOOD MADAM, THERE CAN BE NONE YET.
3: VERILY, I DO NOT JEST WITH YOU. THERE CAME NEWS FROM HIM LAST NIGHT. INDEED, MADAM? IN EARNEST TIS TRUE. I HEARD A SENATOR SPEAK IT. THUS IT IS. THE Volskes HAVE AN ARMY FORTH, AGAINST WHOM COMINIUS THE GENERAL IS GONE, WITH ONE PART OF OUR ROMAN POWER, YOUR LORD, AND TITUS LARITUS. I'll set down before their city coioli they nothing doubt prevailing to make it brief wars this is true on mine honour and so i pray go with me
2: give me excuse good madam i will obey you in every thing hereafter
1: let her alone lady as she is now she will but disease our better mirth
3: in troth i think she would fare you well then Come, good sweet lady, prithee, Virgilia, turn thy solemnness out of doors, and go along with us.
2: No, at a word, madam. Indeed, I must
0: not. I wish you much mirth.
3: Well then, farewell.
0: End of Coriolanus, Act One, Scene Three.